2: Welcome back to the official England podcast. I'm Adam Smith and I'm back home in the warm following my trip to Wembley to watch England's huge derby with Scotland, which of course ended... A point apiece. But that does put Gareth Southgate's Three Lions in an excellent position to progress to the last 16 of the competition, with four points from their opening two games. A huge game lies ahead on Tuesday, which will decide who wins Group D, following all four teams drawing on Match Day 2. This is quite simply the only place to get your daily Three Lions fix, with exclusive access everywhere you turn. And we've got another belter of a show for you today. So sit back, relax, and let me serenade you with all things England. Here's what's coming up. We'll be looking ahead to Tuesday's game against group leaders Czech Republic... I'll be chatting to Josh Denzel to get all the latest from England's new temporary camp in London. Like the mood in the camp, having just been around it, is right, cool, even more drive. It was the turn of centre-back Tyrone Mings to step into the Lions' den.
1: Like I said, still very calm, still very focused and ultimately in a good place with four points.
2: And yesterday I spoke exclusively to England left-back Luke Shaw.
3: Just do what we've been doing, prepare right, get ready for it and, you know, hopefully finish the group stage as strong.
2: Right, let's get stuck in, shall we? (laughs) You're listening to the official England podcast. First up, there was a change of location for Gareth Southgate's squad. They travelled to Spurs Lodge, the training ground, of course, for Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, as they stay local and prepare for Tuesday's game. There were 14 players training outdoors, with Jack Grealish following an individual training programme and working inside, alongside the 11 who started on Friday night. It's four points from two games, and our fate is very much in our hands as we head into Tuesday's game against Czech Republic. Friday's point, alongside the fact that Croatia and Scotland are still without a win in the group, puts England in very good stead to qualify on Tuesday nights. So, as I said earlier, and as you heard from yesterday's podcast, I was lucky enough to be at Wembley Stadium for the game against Scotland. A few things that I wanted to mention on the official England podcast. Firstly, the atmosphere. was really one of those games that you felt privileged to be at. The noise for the national anthem, and as... The teams kicked off and during the game was incredible, I have to say, from both sets of supporters. The other thing that you'll notice from anyone being there was that it was bucketing it down. I got absolutely drenched, uh, but I don't expect any of you to feel sorry for me. Of course, we would have loved to have seen an England goal. We'd have loved to be celebrating an England win, but I think a bit of perspective is important because England, as we've said many times already, do have a win and a draw from their opening two games. So very much reasons to be positive going into the final group games. So it was a game that I was very lucky to be at. And of course, we've been looking at your reaction on social media, which is also very important on this podcast. And another reason to keep positive for all you England fans listening here, I've picked out a brilliant tweet from an England fan, Cal not Carl, who says, it's about getting through the groups, not getting nine points. Group form of the last five Euros winning teams are as follows. So Portugal, who are the holders, they lifted the trophy in 2016. Of course, they drew all three Of their group games and finished third. Spain in 2012 drew one and won two. Spain in 2008, they won all three. Now, they're the only team of the last five winners that have won all three of their group games. Greece, way back in 2004, the surprise winners, we all remember that one, won one drew and lost their three games. And France in 2000 lost one of their group games and won the other two. So only one of the last five winners to have lifted the trophy have won all three of their group games. And Portugal didn't win any. In fact, Portugal only won one game in 90 minutes throughout the whole tournament. Did it matter? No, because they won the tournament so a bit of perspective is needed still loads of reasons for England fans to remain positive England striker Harry Kane tweeted frustrating one but a clean sheet and one group game to win to finish top England skipper Harry Kane has been speaking to the press and we can share some of that chat now and it's great to hear our skipper focused calm and determined about our future in this tournament
4: what we've learned over kind of past past tournaments especially uh, is trying to peak at the right time and obviously the the best time to be peaking is is in the knockout stage, hopefully, and and from there. Um, maybe in Russia, there there was times, um, yeah, maybe towards the quarterfinal, semi-final, where I wasn't as sharp as I probably wanted to be, and and in the end, obviously, we didn't quite get to where we wanted to go, maybe uh, partly for for that reason. So uh, yeah, I think it's just about managing the squad, making sure uh, everyone's. Feeling as fit and as sharp as possible. Like I've said before, I want to be involved in the game as much as possible. But sometimes uh, you can't prevent teams that defend well. And and on the night, things just don't quite fall your way or go your way. Uh, and like last night, for example, credit to Scotland. I thought they defended really well. They shut the spaces really well. And we wasn't quite on our on our A game. And um, obviously, we didn't create as, as much as we as we wanted. But uh, for, for me personally. I've I've said before, I've gone many games in my career or gone two games without scoring in my career. Obviously, sometimes when you're in tournament football, it gets heightened uh, a lot more and there's a lot more talk about it. But uh, like I've I've mentioned earlier in the week, I'm not someone who gets too high or too low. So uh, I know the chances will come that with the players we've got and the team we've got, the chances will come. And when they do, I'll be more than capable of putting them away.
2: Harry went on to explain how the team are just getting gelled
4: in the tournament. It's been a strange kind of uh, build up to to a tournament, I guess, in terms of not having as much time to to work on things on the training pitch as we normally do. Um, obviously we normally have maybe four weeks leading up to a camp. We probably only had uh, one or two, and obviously a lot of the players uh, had Champions League or Europa League. So it's been a it's been a strange camp. So we're almost uh, these first couple of games, it's almost been Kind of games for us to to work on some things and, and build on some things and see where we need to improve and the pleasing thing is is that we've obviously got four points in them two games so obviously we can improve we know we've got a lot more to to give but also um yeah we're, we're like i said almost qualified which is uh the main objective to, to begin with you don't play as many England games of course as you do club football so uh, it might take you a game or two just to get that little bit more understanding of, of where each other uh, where each other are going to be on the pitch, the runs uh, players make, and maybe when I drop deep, people running in behind or, or vice versa. So, uh, yeah, I feel like maybe these couple of games have, have been a bit of that, just uh, everyone just getting used to each other a little bit more. Um, but that shows a sign of a good team. We've had two great clean sheets. Uh, and that's what we're going to need going forward. We've definitely got enough ability and enough togetherness to to go very far in this tournament. So um, we'd have loved to have won the first two games and beat the Czech Republic and be nine points and be cruising. But then sometimes you get hit back down to earth when you get knocked out in the early knockout stage because you think everything's great and there might be one or two things that you've missed that you need to work on. So sometimes a result like last night just wakes you up a little bit, maybe opens your eyes a little bit to... To areas that we do need to work on and improve on, because obviously the later we go in this tournament, the, the tougher teams you face, and uh, those are the areas you can't afford to uh, to be slack on, really. So um, in a way, it could be a good thing for us as a team. Uh, what happened yesterday, just to, like I say, work on work on things we, we might we might have missed if if we're the one.
2: And he has a message for the England fans.
4: I think just to be patient, to, to be calm. Um, obviously. We're not going to play perfect every game um, and like I said the, the main thing is that us as a group are, are in, a, in, a, in a good mind space and in a good place. No one's panicking here, no one's uh, thinking we've got to change the way we do stuff. It's just a matter of just improving and, and working on a few bits that we know we can get better at and hopefully taking that into, into what will be the business end now.
2: Our man on the ground, Josh Denzel, has moved to the newest training ground, at Spurs Lodge, to continue proceedings in the Lion's Den. Yesterday, centre-back Tyrone Mings was in his company following back-to-back clean sheet in this summer's tournament. Here's what he had to say.
5: First things first, just reactions on last night.
1: Yeah, disappointed. Um, really disappointed. We, we felt like it was a game that we could win. Um, so to not come away with a win is disappointing but as you can see around the camp, um, for someone who's been in and around it since the start now, it's still very calm. Um, and the noise from outside is is for everybody else to judge, I think. Um, our our feelings around camp is, like I said, still very calm, still very focused,
5: and ultimately in a good place with four points. Two very impressive performances from, from yourself on a personal level. How important is that? I guess, for confidence-wise, going to the next game? It's coming up so quickly as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I felt like I finished the season strongly with with, um, Villa, so I felt good coming into the tournament. If um, called upon, I felt confident. I felt prepared. Um, So, thankfully, that has transferred into an England shirt. But obviously, it's nice to get clean sheets, but it's also even better to win games. So... um, I think we, we do look really solid as a, as a team, defending-wise, and I know defenders always take pride in clean yeah. sheets, but uh, I think as a team we look really solid.
2: Pleased to say, joining me on the official England podcast now, there he is, Josh Denzel, my good mate, the presenter of Lions Den. Josh, we haven't spoken uh, since the England game, England-Scotland game, so what did you make of that, mate, and where did you watch it?
5: Yeah, I watched uh, I watched the game with uh, a few of the few of the guys who produce Lions Den. We were in uh, in Saint George's Park. It wasn't quite, quite the weather for the setup we had before with the beanbag. So we, <laughs> I were, thought that. Uh, yeah, we, we 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 watched it inside. You know, it was it was an, it was a good atmosphere. You know what I mean, I think that 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 game always, uh, no matter who you support, is is a fun one for the neutrals. Obviously, not not I guess didn't, didn't get the win, but there's a lot of positives to take out of that. I thought you know another clean sheet. You know, Mingsy who we had on Lions Den, I thought it was fantastic. Um, all round, I think it's just a few tweaks, just a few tweaks, and 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 we'll be we'll be there.
2: I think that's a good point you make, mate. As well, I think that the fact that it is four points from two games, it, it, it's still a good start for England, and and it's in their hands as well, which we'd have all taken, Josh, wouldn't we, going into this tournament after two games, hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think if you'd have told us, you know, first two
5: games we'll have taken four points and them. one's against Croatia one's against Scotland, you'd, you'd have said, yeah. absolutely fine, cool, on to the next one. Four points almost guarantees us going through to the knockouts, which is where we want to be, the business end of the tournament. Um, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of positives to take out of the the first two games and listen, we've got another game coming up very, very soon. They come thick and fast now, so we want to write, you know, write whatever you might call the wrongs. There you go. If we want to make the tweaks, we can make the tweaks and like having been you know, I'm based at Spurs Lodge now, which is which is nice. Obviously, the yeah. team come down; it's their London base. It's like the mood in the camp, having just been around. It is right, cool. Now this is even more drive, even even uh, even more fuel to the fire to then, you know, I mean, go out and perform. Uh, against Czech Republic, which is exactly what you want.
2: Yeah, a couple of things I wanted to pick you up on there. You're at Spurs Lodge, an area that I know very well, of course. So just explain uh, <laughs> your, your movements, Josh, and the fact that what you're you're doing there now, because the team are based there now, aren't they, rather than St. George's Park.
5: Yeah, obviously there's two two games in quick succession, obviously the Scotland game and then the Czech Republic game within, what, three days. So uh, instead of travelling up and down from St. George's Park, they base themselves uh, down at Spurs Lodge. So they've got all the training facilities there and you know it's a oh. it's a special place. It's lovely. It is, yeah. The yeah, facilities it's, are brilliant, mate, don't they? Exactly. So they're down there. It's it's all uh, it's all very nice. It's, it's like you know what's interesting about Spurs Lodge is, is genuinely it's like you, you could be in the countryside in in, in a manor house or in a, in a farmhouse. All the stables have been re. Read- it's beautiful. Yeah, I wonder nice. they're enjoying it. But yeah. I think it's always a nice thing to you know change a little bit of a change of scenery. No matter yeah. how nice St George's Park is, it's always good to, to to freshen it up. And yeah, we're based down there. We moved the entire Lions Den set there, apart from the. Uh, Apart from you know the, the actual physical students, we still got the basketball. Yeah, you know saw I mean? that we, you had the basketball it, there, didn't you? I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So Mingzi had a go on that, which was which you know I thought Mings everyone had said Calve, Deck, everyone's been going. Nah, listen, Mingzi's the one when it comes to basketball, and he. I felt I felt I felt a bit sorry for our fan because he only won himself a sign ball. We might have to throw in a sign <laughs> shirt as well. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean I had to tell Mingzi to take a couple steps closer. He's about
2: six foot four. <laughs> Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, t- talk us a bit about that. Tyrone Mings, great guest, someone yeah. that's uh, uh, featured a lot for England, has been a big part of yeah. this tournament for England. How, how was he? I, I, imagine, I imagine, I mean, we spoke, we've got Luke Shaw coming up and I imagine the mood is that they wanted to win, but obviously players still remaining fairly positive, the fact that it is in their hands. How, how was he today on Lions Den?
5: You know what? It was it was a great chat because it's, it's it's rare that you get like an insight like that where you get to sit down with a player for for half an hour mm. after a game. You know, maybe where fans thought we 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 could have done better, but he he, he spoke about it. He spoke honestly and truthfully. I, I I started off by saying well, congratulations on your first tournament. You know, what I mean, first mm. tournament start and a, a sensational game he had uh, against uh, Croatia and yeah. then another good performance, a solid performance um, against the Scots. And then he spoke about you know being able to have this game coming up and, and and kind of focus on that and then put put you know put the put the wrongs right I guess mm. and um they, they, he said you know there's only a few small tweaks They're obviously desperate to win the game but they've put them we put ourselves in a fantastic position to to qualify so um now he was he was good he's a great talker yeah, means. He he's means yeah. he's a great talker and he, he said he's it's, it's fantastic not just to be talking now but to be delivering on on the pitch for England so You know they're they're all very
2: proud and they all want to win. You know as much, if not more, than the fans. Yeah, and of course, mate, the games come so thick and fast. Czech Republic next up. The mood seems still fairly positive amongst the guys. It's it's interesting to hear them say that they can still get better, and and, you know that a lot of the players saying that that they want to improve on certain games. Even when we had Raheem Sterling on the pod after the Croatia game, and don't forget he was the match winner and England won that game. And he was saying England can still get to better levels. I thought that was just so nice to hear that the players have got Mm -hmm. such high expectations from this. Um, So. How is the mood amongst the camp and now that they have moved? Obviously, big logistic changes. Is is the mood still one of positivity where you are? Of course. No, no panic. And, you know, I think that was the, that that was one of the
5: the, the key things that, that Mingsy spoke about is there's no panic in the mm. squad. There's no, there's no, oh, we need to change all this and we change all that. It's like, listen, we keep doing what we're doing and we will get those results. And yeah. I, I think that's, having a cool head in moments like this is, is key. Is tournament football. There's a lot of games to go. If we're going to go all the way, we have a lot more football to be played. Yeah, There's a lot more time. So that was it. It's it's the no panic, you know, back to doing what we know best. Cool bit of shape work here. Studying the opposition, making sure that we're all on our game and we're all rested and recuperated and and ready for that big game against the Czech Republic.
2: Yeah, it's a massive game. Josh, I was at the game. Really fortunate to be at the game. I've got to say, the atmosphere was just amazing. It just makes me think that these games at Wembley, it just must be such a dream (laughs) for the players to be involved in. Uh, Czech Republic, let's look ahead to it. Huge game now, that, isn't it? Both teams... On four points, a big one. That definitely a, a big
5: game, and I think that you know, I guess they're a bit like, a, I don't know, for me anyway, they're a bit, a bit of an unknown quantity. So yeah. it's it's interesting when when you look at the way they play. I think they had they, they had a, a lot of chance. They give away a lot of chances against the, the Scots, you know. What yeah. I mean? And it was I think the, the, the Scottish boys were, were unlucky not to get more out of that game, and then you know they give give Croatia a, um, a good run for their money. So. It's, it's a tough one to draw. I, I still think that, that we've got more than enough chance of, of, of beating them and looking very good while doing it. So, yeah, there's no, there's no panic over here. I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. And if the atmosphere's, you know, half as good as it was in, for that Scotland game, because I could hear it through the TV. I felt like yeah. I was in row three. Uh, it'll, be, <laughs> it'll be an amazing
2: event. And finally, mate, fantasy football, me for you. How's it going I, Do you know what? I've had a little look. You're creeping up. You, you're getting close to my points, now. I'm getting a little bit worried. <laughs> I am I am
5: I just need you know what I just need you know what like looking forward to that 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 Czech Republic game I just need I need some of the boys I need I need I need Harry I need Mason, I need Grillo to to, to get me some just get me over the line because I'm catching you I'm catching you up Benzema up front which isn't doing me too many favors but
2: <laughs> but we I'm I'm, I'm quietly confident Okay, Ooh, quietly, com- he's given it quietly confident we will, we will keep uh, <laughs> you updated laps, I, I, I'm just ahead of Josh but it's very very tight I might have to make a few yeah. tweaks uh, just remind all the listeners mate uh, where they can catch Lions Den and I've got to say mate you're doing a brilliant job it's re- really really good content love watching it remind the listeners where you can see it and uh, what you've got coming up next
5: yes uh, you can find Lions Den live on YouTube or Twitch 4pm uh, unless it's a match day which we'll do our, uh, our special match day breakfast show which is about 11am uh, coming up we've got Rhys James oh, so uh, it's going to be a fantastic chat Yeah, so someone I guess who doesn't do a lot of talking in, in the media but we'll have, we have a nice little sit down and, and catch up with him and find out what really makes him tick
2: love it Josh thanks as always for joining us mate we'll let you get back to the set and we'll speak to you very soon pleasure son
0: you're listening to the
3: official England podcast
2: And this wouldn't be an official England podcast without another exclusive interview with one of the England players. Fresh off his first start of the tournament, joining me today is England's left back, Luke Shaw. Luke, thank you very much for joining us on the official England podcast. Now, before we look ahead to the next game, because we know that the games come thick and fast in this tournament, just want to get your thoughts on the Scotland game, first of all.
3: Uh, If I'm totally honest, I think a bit disappointed. Um, I think we're all quite disappointed, especially waking up this morning um it's obviously not what a lot of people expected um and to be honest i don't think we was at our usual high standards um you know our standards are very high as a team and you know there's a lot of expe- expectations on us and we understand why you know the team is you know has got unbelievable players in it but i think last night we just lacked that sort of cutting edge that you know we needed to to break down a A team that was playing five at the back
2: is that testament to the to the squad and and how you think the fact that you're disappointed with the draw because actually you've, you've got four points from two games we've seen a lot of teams we've just seen France draw to Hungary as an example so I mean you're still in a very good position in the group
3: yeah of course I think if you look if you looked at it at the start of the the campaign I think if if anyone was to say you would have four points after two games especially with the games that we probably had I think you know, everyone will have probably took that. But I think, yeah. you know, because we started the the campaign so well against Croatia with with that great win, I think the ex- expectations went even higher. Um, and of course, we, we put that on ourselves because we we obviously wanted to win the game. But, you know, I think last night we, we couldn't do that. But of course it was another point in the right direction of, of obviously where we want to go and that's into the knockout stages. Um, but I think we've just got to forget about that now and and move on and, you know, finish the sort of the group stage as well.
2: And how pleased were you personally to be starting that game? Because it's interesting that was your first tournament appearance for England for seven years. So it must have been great for you personally to be starting that one.
3: Yeah, no, nah, really great. Um, you know, like you said, it's 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 been a long while since I played in a, a big game, you, you could say for England, especially in a tournament. Um, I think, like you said, six or seven years ago mm. was my first one. It's obviously a long gap, but Of course, I'm. I was very proud to to be able to start in in a a game of that magnitude last night, and you know, obviously the result wasn't the best, but personally, it just felt great to be back out there.
2: You must feel very happy personally with, I mean, the season you've had for Man United and where you're at now, playing tournament football, given the fact that you've had injuries and tough times in the past. It must be you must be happy with where you are personally at the minute.
3: Yeah, massively. I, I think. Of course, I've been through a lot, so I think to be to be able to be involved in in this England squad was was always my aim to try and get back in, into the fold. Wouldn't even matter if I was to play or not; just to be back in and around the, the squad is, is is unbelievable. And you know, like I said, to be able to play last night was you know a very proud moment for me and and of course my family and and stuff. But you know that the hard work don't stop here. I want to keep pushing myself, and you know, whether I play or not, I just want to try and help this team. You know do what we want to achieve.
2: And of course, defensively, England haven't conceded a goal (coughs) in the tournament, uh, despite making a few changes, obviously, in those fullback areas. So that must be a real, real positive um, sort of aspect of England's tournament so far, the fact they've had two clean sheets.
3: Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, that's a very big part of of our game is clean sheets. Um, I think we know uh, as a defensive unit, if we're keeping clean sheets, then, you know, of, of course it didn't happen last night, but with the attacking units and the attacking threats we've got, you know, we we've got a lot a lot of possibilities to to be able to score goals, but um, yeah, I think I saw a stat as well say that we're one of the only two or three teams that have not conceded a goal so far in in this tournament. So yeah. obviously, in in that way, it's a it's a positive step. But um, it's not just the defensive that you know needs to take the you know the plaudits for that. I think the whole team defends well in in a unit and. You know, it, it obviously starts from the front and them guys in, in their defensive jobs have, have been brilliant too.
2: Yeah, so that's the Scotland game uh, sort of spoken about. We now look ahead to the Czech Republic because we know the games, uh, they, as I said earlier, they do come thick and fast in the tournament. So talk us through what's been going on today. It's the day after the game. So what have the players been up to today?
3: Uh, we had a little bit of a lie-in this morning. Um, obviously, we got back a bit late last night. So, um, you know, the ones that obviously played the game have, have had recovery, um, been been on the bike and on, on the ice baths. And, the ones that didn't um didn't play much of the game uh, obviously had training and i think they trained well so you know, everyone's done now for, for the day, so...
2: You're still a young player, but because you've had... You're more senior player. Do you look at yourself as a senior player? And are you one that, that a lot of the younger lads are asking for for advice? And, and obviously, you've been in a tournament before. Does that happen? You're giving, you're giving the likes of Deck and Mace behind you advice?
3: Nah, they don't need advice then. But nah, it's weird because I think... Yeah, a lot a lot of the players say I've been around for ages, so they all think I'm much older than, than I actually am. Um, yeah. You know, and even when they say that, I feel much older, but... Nah, look... I'm always here if, if any of the young lads wanna speak or or need any experience, you know, I'm always I'm always there to, to talk to and, you know, obviously the club I've been through a lot and obviously when I was younger, I've obviously been to big tournaments. So, you know, I know how they they'll be feeling and you know what they're going through. But, you know, for me the most important thing is is they keep doing what they've been doing for the for their clubs because, you know, they're here for that reason and you know, to to most importantly enjoy it.
2: Yeah, and final question. Our next game, Czech Republic. Both teams on four points. It's a big game, isn't it? How are you feeling ahead of that one? Yeah, week?
3: no, a massive game. Um, you know, I've been really impressed with the way they played, um, you know, especially against Scotland. Um, but of course, every game in, in this competition is a big game. Um, so it's one we've got to prepare right for. Um, both on four points. Obviously, we want to top the group. So, you know, we obviously want to win that game, but... Just do what we've been doing, prepare right, get ready for it and you know, hopefully finish the group stages strong.
2: Luke, pleasure to speak to you. All the best for the rest of the tournament and thank you very much for joining us on the Official England Podcast.
3: Cheers, mate. Take care. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: Yeah, another great chat with another member of the England squad. Big thanks to Luke Shaw for joining us on the podcast and of course to Josh Denzel as always for giving us his insight. Remember to come back every morning for a brand new episode of the official England podcast. It is simple, we are quite simply the only place you can get news and hear exclusive conversations from within the England camp during the Euros. If you haven't already, go and hit that subscribe button on whichever podcast platform you listen to so you never miss an episode. Was I made to say that? Maybe. Be, but is it worth doing? Definitely. See you tomorrow, stay safe, and come on, England!